This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Not Over It. I'm Becky Kirsch, Managing Editor at Pop Sugar. And I'm Zreen Siddiqui, the Director of Partnerships at Pop Sugar. In today's episode, we're discussing how it's apparently 2004 again. Yes, it does feel like things that ended 17 years ago are suddenly coming back into the fold. Like how Friends ended in 2004, and now the Friends reunion is coming to us on May 27th, so get ready. But I feel like there's something else that ended 17 years ago that is really relevant right now. What is it? What could it be? I think I know what you're talking about. It's a little couple we like to refer to as Benefer, now rebranded as Genjamin for 2021 purposes, so we don't confuse the eras. Um, but before we get into the saga that is Benefer, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, Becky, kick it off. What's your not over it? Okay, my not over it is going back even further. Is it possible? (laughs) My not over it's going back to the 90s because speaking of old things coming back again, the CW is deciding it's bringing back Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh my God. One of my favorite shows of my youth that was originally on Nickelodeon. We all remember this show. Such a good show. Olmec had the temple, the silver snakes, the blue barracudas. They could never figure out how to put that freaking silver monkey together. You knew if they went in, they didn't have a full pendant, that it wasn't going to work out. They had to have those pendants with the temple guards. Anyway, they're bringing it back, but they're putting adults in the temple, which I... Oh, I don't like that. Half of me is like, wow, how dare you? That's bizarre. But the other half of me is, is like... Is it the same kids that were in the 90s? I don't know. Well, so, so it's funny that you asked that because the other hilarious part about this entire thing is that TMZ managed to track down the original host of the show, Kirk Fogg. Of course. Who, looking at this video, is going to ruin your whole childhood because he's not how you remember him. But no, they tracked him down what appears to be um, by the road, side of the road in L.A. to ask him about all this breaking news. And he obviously was super excited to tease what this new Legends of the Hidden Temple is about. But he did say something that suggested that perhaps some of the contestants are going to be kids that already competed and lost. Which Oh, my God. This seems unfair to me. I feel like the viewers at home, like me, who watch the show in frustration that they couldn't get out of the temple fast enough, are the ones that deserve the chance to try their hand at this new Adults Legends of the Hidden Temple, which, by the way, is now going to be outside in a quote-unquote jungle set. What? Um, Was it, like, lost? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The other best part of this, you know, four-minute interview with Kirk Fogg, which 
four minutes is more than enough time. Is more that at the end, it. he launches into the original spiel from Legends of the Hidden Temple. Like, this is how excited he is to have any level of relevance again, where he just starts saying to the paparazzi, to all these teams will compete for a chance to go into Olmec's temple. These two teams have earned the right to enter Olmec's temple, and they're going to do it right after this. And just goes into the whole entire thing, and it's I mean, this has been of, his whole life. It's, no, it's, it's like, like I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch this. I'm sure they're going to have some insane celebrity host, since that's all the rage now with... Uh, you know, Will Arnett hosting Lego Masters and Leslie Jones hosting Supermarket Sweep, hosting oh Supermarket Sweep. And uh, John Cena hosts the new Wipeout. I mean, they must get paid a lot to do those things. But I don't think Kirk Fox is going to be the, so. main, the main host is what I'm saying now. Um, well, okay. But Enough about you know me. Who, he, he, well, the perfect segue. You know who I know is not going to be hosting Legends of the Hidden Temple because they have a new job? You? Laverne Cox. <laughs> no, definitely not me. God, you know what? I could actually me. see Laverne Cox hosting. I would pay to see Laverne Cox hosting Legends of the Hidden Temple. I guess that's true. But instead, Laverne Cox is going to be the new host of E's Red Carpet, which I'm not over just because I'm excited. Um, no offense. I just I think it's time for Juliana Rancic to move along. We've had enough of that. And it's fun to see someone else get a shot and someone that I am a big fan of. And I feel like... She, Laverne just fits better to me in this role now because she just is like a fashion icon. I feel like every time she comes on the red carpet, I'm always impressed and amazed. And I know she wears a lot of Christian Siriano, was a perfect uh, a favorite of mine. So I'm really looking forward to this new era of e-red carpet. Maybe it'll be like watchable again. I don't know. Yeah. Well, she has a totally different vibe from Juliana. And I think it's good to see. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> A little more relaxed. Um, Normal. Human-like. Yeah. I'm. It's Who can even remember what red carpets were? Right. I know. I think it does help, though. The fa- Like, uh, Juliana is mu- in, an interviewer or, you know, correspondent. But because Lauren Cox is an, a- an actress, I think that gives her a leg up in how she'll interact with other actors on the red carpet. So I think it'll be a little bit more organic and less Forced. Yeah, well, I mean, it's sort of like how, you know, Ellen is quitting only because she's creatively not challenged anymore, not for any other reasons, no, only no, because no. she's not creatively fulfilled. That being said, Ellen has interviewed everyone in Hollywood 77 times. Like, how many times can you watch her watch yeah, someone jump right. out of a box and freak out Jake Jolene? I know. I'm, like, tired of her scaring Taylor Swift. Leave Taylor Swift alone. Okay. Um, yes, well, that's my not over it. So much to look forward to in the coming year. If there will be a Golden Globes, it's good to know Laverne Cox will be there, but that's all (laughs) up in the air. But for now, the thing that everyone is talking about every single day. God. Is Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. We talked about this briefly on last week's podcast when it seemed like all that happened was that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez you know, maybe hung out for an hour, but boy, have things escalated since then. Well, also that picture just kind of made it. I was like, maybe they were doing an Uber share and both of them just ended up in the same Uber. I don't know. And now it's like just turned into this whole thing. And how did we get back here again? 
and Ben, like Jennifer Lopez, just Ben is problematic, always doing something that he shouldn't be doing. I just can't believe this is actually a thing where there's more developments and they're actually hanging out or I've spent days in Montana together. What is it about Montana? Before we get to the current situation with Ben and Jen, and we will break down every tiny tidbit of information that has come out of which there are many, including how Matt Damon feels about all this. Let's remind ourselves of what, how Ben and Jen got together in the first place. Let's set the scene. Let's go back in time. All right. we'll how did they, me. how did they meet? What, what led up to the famous Jenny from the block video, which is like, that's, that's the image for me. Like when I think about them, I think of him Rubbing her ass on MTV. Like, whoa. (laughs) They're out here. They're out here. Well, let me take you back to 2001. They met on the set of uh, the classic film Gigli. I don't know. Did you hesitate because you weren't sure how to pronounce it? (laughs) Yeah, for a second. That was the whole, that was one of the main issues with that problematic film. Um, But uh, to me, I thought they met after this film, but they actually met during the filming of this. And by the time this movie came out, (laughs) Everything had blown up. But it was to, they met in 2001. Um, at the time, Jennifer Lopez was still married to her second husband, Chris Judd, at the time. She got divorced to him around 2002, which is also when Ben and Jen officially went public with their relationship and were officially coined Benifer. Um 2002 is also when Jenny from the Block came out. Um, and then... November of that year is when they had that Jennifer Lopez had that big Diane Sawyer interview where she was like, look at this 6.1 carat ring that he got me from Harry Winston. That ring had a life of its own, too. Oh, yes. Don't be fooled by the rocks that she got. Don't be fooled, but (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you can be fooled a little bit, though. (laughs) That was a big ass ring. Good for her. Good for her. Um, But like respectively in their careers, they were, you know, Ben had just came out of Big publicity from Pearl Harbor doing so well. He was fresh out of a relationship with Gwyneth Paltrow. Remember, they dated like yeah. twice oh, and yes. broke up, and then they went. They were both they're both in their thirties at this point, so I feel like they were in their thirties in real life and sort of like in the thirties of their career. Like they had both already broke out, but they were definitely still on yeah. the rise and like gaining fame. I mean, Ben Affleck had already won an Oscar at this point, but right, they were yeah, well. they were a hot Hollywood couple. Yeah. Um, and Jennifer Lopez was just fresh off of The Wedding Planner. I don't know if Ooh, you yeah. know that movie with uh, a very blonde Matthew McConaughey. Um, and then she had just got out of a relationship with P. Diddy. Also, she wore that naked Versace dress. That was, like, amazing. Pretty recently, I think, like, a couple years before that. So they both were very, very sh- bright and shiny. Everything about them was bright and shiny individually. So I think when they came together, it was like, oh, my God, everybody's head was exploding. And then Jenny from the block came out and he was taking her bikini bottom off on a yacht and everyone freaked out. Yeah, everyone freaked out. And then as quickly as they emerged, they flamed out. They got engaged and they did not make it to the altar. No, which is, you know, the one thing I will say about Jennifer Lopez is she usually makes it to the altar. Well, I don't know. Remember? Well, I mean, don't never forget in that carpool, iconic carpool karaoke where she said that she had been proposed to i think five times well so hang on how many proposals total have we had five three uh, i've four. been married three times i've been proposed to five times she hasn't even accepted all of the engagements 
But the ones that she has accepted. And that was before A Rod. Oh, God. <laughs> that was also the carpool karaoke where she hit up Leonardo DiCaprio and asked him what club to me in, and in yeah. true hey, Leo boo-boo. fashion. Hey, boo boo. <laughs> he rolled back. No, he did not. Well, right, what's he said? He said, You mean tonight, boo boo, club wise? <laughs> club wise? Club wise? <laughs> hey, boo boo. They broke up because they got too much attention together and it was becoming too much for the relationship, adding a lot of pressure. And I think both their careers were at a point, you know, where to your point, they were both like individual stars, but also still on the rise. And I think they had a lot going on. Um, and maybe this felt like too much. Although for Jennifer Lopez, I don't know how going from P. Diddy to Ben Affleck seems like less intense. Like dating a, a, a rapper seems like well, P. Diddy also during this time was like throwing his white parties in the Hamptons every weekend. So I felt like you're going from this to like bought like Red Sox and Duncans. It seems like more chill, but I don't know. Well, this was pr- this was before we knew how much he loved Duncan. I mean, I, I don't still doubt that he it. did. I don't doubt that he did. I mean, it's Massachusetts for you. Um, but the other thing that's interesting that I didn't remember is how quickly they both moved on and married other people right after this. So. Jennifer Lopez married Mark Anthony six months after she broke up with Ben Affleck. That's crazy. I don't. I did not remember that that happened that quickly in my brain. In my brain, seventeen years ago, this happened years later after the breakup. And realizing that it was only five months is like, I mean, Mark Anthony really just got like the the luckiest with the ultimate rebound situation. It feels like. Because I also right. when she was dating him, everybody was like, "What, really?" I mean, how how long were they? They were not dating for very long before they got married. Also, there was speculation that that was started as an affair because he was married at the time. Yeah, well, then there was also speculation that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner got together while she was still married to Scott Foley. They got married a year later in June two thousand five. So. Either way, they moved on quickly where they married people and had kids with them. So it was like we as a society didn't really have a lot of time. There wasn't a lot of rebounding, bouncing around. It was sort of like they they moved on to the next thing. And at the time, it seemed like they never looked back. Like that was a blip. We've moved on. Um, In a way, they moved on with people that objectively made a little more sense for them. Like Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony had music in common obviously and ben affleck sort of was like hometown boy marrying this wholesome hometown girl yeah i guess it in retrospect it's like a better fit like it makes more sense we just accepted it but anyway (laughs) that was then this is now i do think that's part of the reason why people are so excited about it now is that they continue to you know make sense because they were together once but not something you would have ever seen coming if they had never dated before. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we will dive head first into the latest with what's going on with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The year's 2021. It's been 17 years since... Yeah, you know, it was like, I think last week when we were talking about this, it was funny and exciting. And I was like, oh, this is so funny. I can't believe Ben Affleck and Jennifer are like, of course they're not going to date. And then... You know, in true Ben Affleck fashion, he, as you mentioned last week, was on Raya, the dating app, being cringy and weird. And you're like, of course they're not getting back together. Like, he's such an idiot. He can't do anything right. And now it kind of feels like confusing a bit where I'm like, of course it's not happening, but it is happening. And to be honest, I don't really want it to happen. Like, if if I had to choose them getting back together with their exes, like, I would rather... Jennifer Lopez, go back to P. Diddy. And I think Ben Affleck should be with Jennifer Garner, who he has kids with. Right. Well, let's talk first. Let's talk about what's actually happening. Let's let's catch everyone up on what what's actually been going on the past couple of weeks. So she broke up with A-Rod a month ago. They were seen together. Their, their sources, their people, whoever you want to call it, said they're just great friends. But then since then, they both appeared separately at the Vax Live concert. Um, in LA and then they went to Montana together they were together there were pictures of them together it wasn't just like oh they both happened to be in Montana they went on a vacation together they were in the car together so whether or not they're actually dating again or they're just friends who go on vacation together going on vacation together does seem like a bigger deal to me than just like that time jennifer aniston and brad pitt took a photo together at the sag awards and everyone (laughs) no that was like we're we're passing each other let's just like quickly stop and not even acknowledge each other we have to take this picture and move on this is like we made plans to be together alone also they're not friends like this whole narrative of like they're really good friends okay oh i think they could be friends I mean, you don't just yeah, call someone after 17 years of zero. You think they just called each other after seven? I mean, they didn't end in like a horrible way where they would have never spoken to each other again. Sometimes people are friends, say friends with their exes. I don't think they're playing poker every weekend, but. I, I mean, I don't think like, I don't think Montana is like full of scrabble is all I'm saying. Like, I don't think they're sitting around and just like catching up. So about, you think they're like, together? It's not friendly. Like. Yeah, I think it's weird. You don't just... Oh, so you're, yeah, I'm you're just hitting up my believe, ex. You believe that they have been friends this t- whole time, but you don't believe that they're friends now. You think that they're together. Yeah, I mean, also the word, like, use, I'm using the friend the word friend very loosely. Like, I think I'm sure they've, you know, every once in a while, if she's had, like, a big project, I'm sure he's, like, I'm sure she congratulated him on Argo, you know, and was like, that was great. And he was like, thank you, I appreciate that. And, and exchange friendly is there but i don't think they hit each other up every week and are like how was your week or like let's keep in touch let's go get like froyo together this week i don't think that's happening well they take get their froyo with demi lovato everyone knows oh, that God. 
Well, anyway, the news reports about whatever's happening, the news reports definitely shifted from they're just friends to something's maybe happening here. They're still not like, yes, they're back together and they're ready to show the world. But for whatever reason, they are okay with the world thinking that they are still dating. And that has caused a media frenzy. And of course, everyone needs to know, what does A-Rod think about all this? Oh, God. And of course, according to E! News, A-Rod is shocked that (laughs) J-Lo has moved on. He thought they were going to get back together, allegedly. He's quote-unquote sad, and he's upset, but... Based on his Instagram story of, you know, the whole... The array of pictures he had lined up with Coldplay ba- like playing in the background. He had a couple of weeks ago or a month ago when they broke up. It seems like he was very much in his feelings and maybe the breakup was not his idea. Even though it seems like he caused it by cheating on her. But at the same time, of course he's upset about it because it wasn't his idea to break up. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right. So yeah, so that makes sense that he thought they were getting back together if that's t- to be believed. But um when it comes to you want to get you want to get your news right from the source. So when it comes to what has A Rod specifically said about this, oh, he was asked by the paparazzi, "What do you think about them going to Montana?" And honestly, I feel kind of bad for A Rod about this. Literally, all he did was mumble, "Go Yankees." Did you know they were in Montana together? Go Yankees. A Rod was on the Yankees. The Yankees are currently playing. A Rod still does a lot of work. <laughs> No, and that's like his, Major like, League Baseball. And yeah, and that's like one of his like three catchphrases, like a Buzz Lightyear toy, where it's like three things that he always says, and it's like "Go Yankees," to, in- <laughs> to infinity and beyond. <laughs> yeah, it's like right. It was to- a, I, I believe it was a throwaway comment that was taken to mean by the media, including Wee Pop Sugar, a dig at Ben Affleck, a Red Sox fan, because yeah. He said, go Yankees. Which I'm like, I'm sorry, Ben doesn't, for- doesn't play for the Red Sox. He doesn't own the Red Sox. He didn't say fuck Boston, which I think would have been a little bit more obvious. If the situation was reversed and Ben Affleck said, go Red Sox, that to me would be more of a dig at A-Rod. But this, I think he just was trying to run away from the paparazzi because wouldn't you if paparazzi, dear God, I never thought that I would be defending A-Rod on any level, but here I am. <laughs> yeah, no, it's one of those things where he... Like I said, it's just, he a he is a former player of the Yankees, so for him to say, I think he just says that when he doesn't want to answer questions. Like literally, I think that's just his right. Go-to. I mean, that's like his his entire personality. Yeah, and they're like, he said, "Go Yankees." What did he say? He said, "Ben Affleck's an asshole." It's <laughs> like, no, that's not. Also, the headlines made it seem like he screamed that. Where you, when I yeah. rewatch, when I watch it, you could barely even hear him say it. No, he's mumbling as he's like signing like baseballs or something. No, as he's like, running to his car. Actually, first he tells the paparazzi to watch himself because he's about to run into something. But, I mean, no. interviews with paparazzi are generally uncomfortable. Just ask Kurt Fogg. <laughs> he was excited to be there, though. <laughs> well, so that, paparazzi. that's how A-Rod feels. Another very important question. How does Matt Damon feel about all this? Yes, that's right. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck's best friend, has also been brought into this because he's doing a press tour for his new movie. And when he went on the Today Show, they had to ask him about well, his best friend, Ben Affleck's That's be so awkward. love life. And Matt Damon 
Scott's response was, there's not enough liquor in the world for you to get me to say something about that. But then, <laughs> then he followed up by pretending he knew nothing about it, said, I, I'm just hearing about this now. It's the first time I heard about it this and then the called first, it. This, this is, is the also first my time. favorite. He said, it's a fascinating story. I hope it's true. I love them both. That would be awesome. How did you even know that, that Benifer was a thing again? Possibly. Maybe. I is just it? heard you guys. I was sitting here waiting to come on TV. It's the first thing I, this first time I heard about it. And what did you think? I didn't, I, yeah. It's a fascinating story. <laughs> All right. Well, All we right. let him off the hook? I hope yeah, it's been- true. I, I love them both. I hope it's true. That would be awesome. Oh, okay, good. So right. we were just saying the same thing. Oh, oh no. my gosh. No, he just hung no. up on us. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, yeah, Ben, I just got off the phone. This is what I said. <laughs> Right, exactly. He was like, uh, I really didn't didn't know that people were this invested, but here we are. No, it's been literally on the morning shows this entire week. Chris Rock was on Good Morning America um, promoting his new film. And as soon as he got on, Robin Roberts asked him how he was doing. He was like, oh, my God, I'm doing great. The world is in a better place. Ben and Jen are back together. <laughs> He's like, I'm so glad his little thing on Raya didn't hurt him. <laughs> like, referencing it all. I'm so happy, Jennifer and Brad. You know, <laughs> I'm so happy. Man, I got to get on that Raya app. I, I hear that. That one is good. <laughs> this is the only thing everyone has been, like, living and breathing. Chris Rock is involved, you know. Well, I mean, this is truly the best thing that could happen to Ben Affleck's PR, other than him getting back to Jennifer Garner, where... Whereas the headlines about Jennifer Garner, you want to know how Jennifer Garner feels about this. You only get headlines about what's going on with Jennifer Garner's humanitarian work in Mexico and Arizona. <laughs> she she's wants like, nothing to do with this. Yes. She's like, let me take care of our kids. You do you. Well, imagine having like Jennifer Garner as your mother and then Ben Affleck as your father. It's like one energy is so settled and calming and the other person has a huge dragon like back tattoo. The, like the chaos it just in between for those kids. I can't imagine. And I think Jennifer Garner just really really tries to keep them normal. I don't know. And she also herself I think is not I don't know. I mean the craziest not. part about it is like imagine imagine if you're dad before you were born was engaged to one of the most famous women in the whole entire world that everyone knew about that you had nothing to do with and then all of a sudden it was like she's back <laughs> like everything, she's back. everything about being the child of a celebrity is really hard yeah. really hard to wrap yeah, your head around but, like look at jennifer but, lopez and it's like this could have been my mom <laughs> oh my god but also in the middle of all this ben affleck posted what was actually a very sweet mother's day post on Instagram and you know the message was just sort of like so happy to see these kids with you or luckiest parents in the world but the pictures were so sweet of Jennifer Garner holding the babies there was a picture of the whole family dressed up as the Wizard of Oz for Halloween like Ben Affleck's in the Tin Man outfit and you're like oh man this does make me sort of wish that this had worked out for you because it does seem like from the outside looking in which all of this is Right. This one looks pretty cute to me. Even cuter than him rubbing her ass. No offense to that video. You didn't think that was cute? That's crazy. Okay. So that's that's getting us up to speed. We're still not 100% sure if they are fully on, but th- they're definitely hanging out more than one time. Well, they're but hanging out. They're not hiding it. 
they're hanging out. They're not hiding it. You know, who knows? This could all still just be the continued um, work of Jennifer Lopez to make you forget that she was ever going to make a movie with Army Hammer. You still got to put as much (laughs) distance between yourself and that as humanly possible. But let's take a break here. And then we come back. We're going to dig into a little bit more about why we think people are so obsessed with this. Okay, well, I think we can, you know, we should, we can dive into why we're so obsessed with this topic in general or why this news is such a big deal. Why Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are causing, you know, this news is taking over headlines. Is it because we're obsessed with Ben Affleck? I don't think so. Are we big, he- <laughs> like, I know. For yourself. I- <laughs> am I, am I a Ben Affleck super fan? I have to say no, but am I deeply, deeply invested in this story with him and Jennifer Lopez? Yes, God. And I don't know why. And I think it's because of this like weird obsession that we have with certain celebrity couples that we still hang on to for whatever reason. Maybe it's because it was, you know, it takes us back to a different place or or whatever it is. But I, and I don't think it's just specific to Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Like, I think there's other people in this category no, that well, would I cause think, an equal amount of stir. I think primarily, you know, we've talked about nostalgia this entire episode. People now are just obsessed with things that were happening in the early 2000s and a simpler time. <laughs> we're so miserable. Take us back. A different time, especially when it comes to celebrity couples, because this was pre-social media. Everything we learned was on tabloids, was in magazines, it was rumors. So it was like soap operas living out right before our eyes. So I think if many couples from this time got back together, people would be freaking out about it. Like, can you imagine if Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson, who are both married to other people, but if for some reason fate brought them back together, Neither one of them is really doing amazing, sweetie, (laughs) life changing things for us. They're doing great for themselves, but not, you know, building up giant fan bases continually. No, no. What? They both hosted Love is Blind together. Nick Lachey and his new wife. Vanessa Lachey, not Justin. Yeah. (laughs) Can't even get that straight. Right. They're still doing things. But I think if they got back together, people would freak out. God, could you imagine they had like an MTV newlyweds? The second well, time. That's exactly what I'm saying. It brings up it brings up feelings of a different time. If Scarlett Johansson and Josh Hartnett got back together, I mean, what is even Josh Hartnett doing now? I don't know, but he's very symbolic of a certain time in all of our lives. If they got back together, people would be like, yes, these hot icons of 90s and 2000s right. are together and we love it. Well, those are like good examples of people that like have sort of like drifted into the abyss and we don't really know what they're doing. But then there's this whole other category of just... Okay, well, wait, wait, wait. You don't know what Scarlett Johansson's doing? Oh, I forget she's in Marvel. Don't <laughs> don't put her in the in the abyss with Josh Hartnett. No, no, it, no. But it's like one those one of those couples. In each of those couples, there's someone that you are like, oh yeah, what did where did he go, or where did she go? But like, if you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and Giselle got back together, and I know they're well. Leo is not married. I'm sure he's dating another like 21 year old. But Giselle has been happily married to Tom Brady for 900 years. But imagine if they got back together. They did it for such a long time and they were such a big couple. Yes, people would be people would be psyched. I mean, people would be psyched to see Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet get back together. Oh and I know, even though she's so sorry to this. Especially now, out. now that Zoe Kravitz is famous like, in her own right. 
I know. That adds a whole layer. But yes, I think it's this feeling that we feel. Just like certain couples that you just felt like, I want this together, like Dev Patel and Frida Pinto. I want, I want, I just love them together. They were so freaking cute together after Slumdog Millionaire came out. Well, that brings me to the my next point of why I think people are so invested in this. People really love that Hollywood love story that looks like a love story from the outside looking in, especially when the actors have worked together in a movie. So in their yeah. mind, it's like, you are the people from Song Dog Millionaire. You are the people from The Notebook. You are the people, I was about to say I Mr. Was and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> oh God, yikes. <laughs> Not that one. Yikes, yikes, yikes. No, you were the people from the Thanksgiving episode of Friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You had a club? That's right. The I Hate Rachel Green Club. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a great episode. That was a great episode. Yeah. And people think feel like they're a part of their lives. They feel like they know them. It's like a weird world. Like we started this journey together. Of I'm in a thruple. Yeah, it's like Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams were very private about their relationship. No one knew they were dating after the notebook until they had that. So private, there was a headline at one point where he didn't even know if he was in a relationship with her. Yeah, someone asked if they were still together, and he said he didn't know, which is great. (laughs) A great answer. But they did, at the 2005 MTV Movie Awards, do this amazing kiss when they won Best Kiss in front of everyone. So everyone between that and The Notebook, people were very into this couple. Then they broke up. There were years a couple a year later there were pictures of them paparazzi pictures of them having lunch and this is what i'm saying it's like you're watching the story unfold and you're like yes like get back together get back together star-crossed lovers who love each other are found their way back to each other and and i think there's some of that with ben affleck and jennifer lopez of like oh isn't that so beautiful like they were together then they went their separate ways and they you know figured out life and found their way back together yeah no but that's it that's another thing of like I mean, this is more recent, but like anytime you feel like you have been on a journey together, whether it's a movie or music collaborations like Drake and Rihanna, I mean, every song they had together was amazing. And then they broke up and then they made a song again together and everyone was like, oh, my God, are they dating? And then he got someone pregnant. So that doesn't mean anything. All these people got someone pregnant. Also, she was like dating like a she was dating like an some Arabic like prince who's a billionaire. So I think she's better off, but she's single now. She doesn't need anyone, but she seems too good for him now, but I would like to see them get back together. She is. She is a hundred. She's always been too good for him, but now it's very now she really seems clear too that good she for is. Him. Um, yeah, but I mean, the other thing that's interesting is <laughs> what people are willing to overlook in this world that they create for themselves. And I think there's no better example than, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston being photographed together at the SAG Awards last year where despite... So what if he cheated on you? All the the years of Jen versus Angie, all the rumors and stories about... And that still happens too. The ugliness of Brad Pitt's divorce and Angelina, they're still like, yes. Like, are they back together? What does it mean? And clearly they're still friends. They then did that table read of fast times in Ridgemont high and they were kind of playing off of it and it was cute and they were flirty and you're watching it and you're like yeah like that it's almost like that would make all this other stuff fine hi Aniston hi Pitt how you doing good honey how are you doing I'm all right meanwhile Jennifer Aniston's like all of you need to fuck off (laughs) I'm not getting then Jennifer Aniston is like Maddox's stepmom I'm sure that's what he wants (laughs) 
<laughs> God. I don't think Maddox and him get along. Um, no, but it's it's this obsession with like ignoring all the bad shit that happened in all these relationships and making it more convenient for you. As no, part it's of this a, it's, narrative. It's, it's objectifying both people, really. It's like your characters who are here for my entertainment. I yes, mean, exactly. Which they sort of are. It's very, you know, if you think about it too much, you can. It's like, I've cast you in this movie that is playing in my mind and you have to be together in this film and forever. Otherwise, you're ruining my movie. And that's it. And I think that's how I want to believe like the people that still want to believe that Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez are going to get back together despite him being married to someone else and her blatantly saying that he was not a great fit for her. No. Yeah, it doesn't matter. People are like, no, Selena, you don't know. He's changed now. Him and his cornrows want to be back in your life. No, everyone everyone roots for these people to get back together, and really it's just us projecting <laughs> something of ourselves out there of, you know, what it means. But I do think, which we talked about a little bit before, that part of Ben Affleck and J-Lo versus, like, you know, if J-Lo got back together with Mark Anthony, I don't think it creates the same frenzy, but is that they're so different they're just they're in such different spheres of Hollywood. You don't think if J Lo was in a car with Casper, people would freak out? Oh my god! <laughs> she wow. bought him a suit for a red carpet and then told I everyone totally that we didn't. Forgot <laughs> she didn't about Casper. They were together for a while too. J Lo and A Rod, to a certain degree, seemed like they were on the same level of publicity that they wanted sharing on social media that they wanted they shared a lot about their families i just i don't see ben affleck in the audience at the grammys you know waving his phone around while he captures it (laughs) yes i mean and maybe that's not what uh jennifer lopez wants but it just seemed like it was working well for both of them in a way that made sense to everyone else or ben affleck seems no they both were equally thirsty yeah going to dunkin donuts and taking his kids home from school yeah, living very, very different lifestyles. I feel like Jennifer Lopez is much more about the glitz and glam and making sure it's very clear when she's arrived somewhere versus Ben Affleck, I feel like, does his best to try to hide, but he's just so obscene and doing all these insane things that the attention just follows him. Like when he's taking out a huge cardboard cutout of like Anna de Armas or whatever. <laughs> I know. And Armas, no one's asking how she feels about all this, but she's probably just... You think she's still wearing the other half of that heart necklace? She's moving on. It is It is funny to think about Jennifer Lopez being in the audience for... In the audience. In the, in the stands for Red Sox games now. I mean, they could make a movie together. Another movie. Geely too. It's not Geely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they also were in Jersey Girl together, but it doesn't count. No, she where, she did, and oh my god! I, I mean, really after like Hustlers, movie. it seemed like she was she almost got an Oscar nomination Ugh, for that. She was robbed. So she was robbed. Maybe she they can an Oscar. take both their brands. Well, he's done some weird direction. films. What was that horrible movie that he did with Justin Timberlake? That was a long time ago. <laughs> Runner, Runner. He definitely oh won an Oscar since he was in Runner, Runner. I know that movie was so bad. I was like, "What are you doing? You're so much better than this." I think, but now it's like, yeah, she's kind of solidified herself as like an actor. You know, I mean, she's always been a good actress to me. I love her rom-coms. But with Hustlers, it's like, oh, I'm, she's serious. And I feel like obviously Ben Affleck has always been a great actor. He's got an Oscar very early on in his career and he's capable well, he got of doing Well, he got that Oscar for writing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Well, he was still but, good in the movie, though. No, he was. I just wanted to make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ben. Poor Ben can never get. Well, it. I think. Actually, yeah, I do think a, maybe think, this round. I was gonna say, I think he's a better director than even than he is an actor. The town was very good, and so was Argo, and so was Gone Baby Gone. Well, whatever the reason is, it it has been really fun to kind of continue to relive this Benefer now renamed Gentleman saga that's been going on. I think it's wait just we been, didn't we didn't credit like. Oh yeah, someone on Twitter um, said if if they get back together for this era, instead of calling them Benefer, we get to call them Gentlemen, which I think it's no, I feel like it's, it's also a great it it's a great way to differentiate which era Benefer is the two thousands era, and Gentlemen is the twenty twenty one era. I think they're both messy because of Jennifer Garner. <laughs> oh yeah, well, he likes those gens. What can you say? Yes, thank you to Twitter user at your chaotic girlfriend who tweeted if Benefer is back, can we call them Gentlemen this time? Great work. <laughs> Great work. Okay, Becky, it's that time. You ready for your burning question? I am. Okay. In these two scenarios, you you can either be trapped in this one scenario or in this other scenario. And you I'm have to choose which video you're gonna right. have to live in. Oh. Yeah, you're trapped. So the first, the first um, thing that you're going to be trapped in is Jennifer Lopez's 2021, 2020, 2021 New Year's Eve performance um, where A-Rod was in the corner recording her. So you can either be trapped in that or be trapped on the yacht with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez and Jenny from the Lock as he's doing his thing into her butt. Oh, I'm just observing either way. You're just like in a corner. Yeah. Oh, like you're just I mean, stuck there. I definitely choose the yacht. Uh, who wants to be outside in Times Square on New Year's? It was freezing this year on New Year's Eve. And I know it was during COVID, so there weren't as many people there as usual. But I do not want to listen to Jennifer Lopez singing Aerosmith's Dream On over and over <laughs> again for the rest of my life. So <laughs> I will choose the yacht. I'm sure there are other things I can do on that yacht. I mean, I don't mind watching him rubber butt. That's fine. It's warm, right. at least. Fair yeah, so obviously, yeah. DJ, go ahead and play Jenny from the Block by Jennifer Lopez. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Have something to share? Email us at notoverit at popsugar.com. Not Over It is a podcast from Pop Sugar and iHeartRadio. It is hosted by me, Becky Kirsch, and Zareen Siddiqui. Our producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is John Ross. Our executive producers are Lisa Sugar and Brett Kushner. Thanks for listening. 